The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. We often hear that schools and hospitals face a lot of difficulty in holding on to their young staff who want to travel or emigrate permanently or just raise some cash overseas. However, the financial sector is reporting a shortage and a struggle of retention of accountants who want to leave for sunnier climes. Fergal McPhillips is the finance and accounting team leader at Morgan McKinley and he joins me now to tell me more. Fergal, good morning. Morning, Pat. Thanks for having me in. So is this a crisis in accountancy? I don't think it's a crisis. Um, It's been a common trend over the last 10, 15, 20 years where newly qualified will go travelling after completing their training contracts. I think where we're seeing maybe a larger number going now is due to COVID when people couldn't go travelling and there's a bit of a backlog. So when people were going out... Others were coming back and since COVID, we're probably not seeing people. Okay, so people didn't leave and they were itching to leave. Yeah. Uh, So they might have been there not three and a half or four years. They might have been there six years because of COVID. So out the door they go. But uh, the more recent people also go out the door. Yes. So that's what's kind of driving that. I wouldn't say full on shortage, but there is more of a demand around retaining good talent in Ireland. And I think we're losing some but not all of the newly qualified accountants. Now, uh, talk to me about how you become an accountant because uh, there was a time that you could be articled to an accountancy practice and you'd sit there and you'd do the numbers and you'd do the ledgers and all of that and then you'd do an exam. You'd be paid buttons while this process was going on and eventually you'd qualify and become an accountant. It's different nowadays. Yeah, so there's actually a number of routes that people go down so you can go into large Irish businesses train within a large Irish business as part of a graduate programme. What a lot of people do and what's a really successful route is going into one of the big four audit firms and training within that. So, But they come in with a degree. They come in with yeah. a degree, yes. So they would, a lot, a large percentage would be from a commerce, accounting and finance business background. Some will come in from agriculture, pharmaceuticals, a bit of a career changer before they go into it because what we're seeing is this accounting qualification opens up so many doors, not just within finance, but in the larger businesses, within operations and strategy as well. Now, suppose you did engineering or agriculture or whatever and you join one of the big four and you want to become an accountant. What exams and how many years does it take to get through the process? Like you're a newbie, you have no financial background at all. Yeah, so the typical training contracts would be three and a half years. If you have a master's in accounting, it would be three years. Um, As part of that, if you have no exams, no exemptions, you would go through three years of exams where you do your cap one, cap two. What's cap one? So that would be the initial kind of base level of training. Then cap two. You're talking about balance sheets and all that sort of stuff. Basic stuff. Basics. So as you progress, it becomes more... I suppose complicated and complex. So when you're doing your FAEs, which are now virtual, they've changed that from being in person to virtual. Um, they are stressful exams for anyone doing them, but they're actually really wor- rewarding, and the qualification you get really opens mm. up the wider doors. Okay, now how complex is that exam, the FAE? Because if you're doing it virtually, I mean, you could have your pal Mick in the background helping you out. Um, I think they're invigilators um, are really uh, keeping an eye on that. Uh, it is an open book exam. and Okay, so it doesn't matter. Mick yeah. might be the open book, or but you have the book beside yes. you anyway. Yeah, so it's, to be honest, they're, they are very hard. And I, I suppose from a accounting point of view as well, 
because they're working on it the whole time throughout their training contracts, you're actually going out auditing financial statements, auditing balance sheets, maybe niche areas like revenue within some of the larger technology businesses. You're actually aware of all of what you need to know. So there's a lot of study. They but you, you have to do basically an audit in this FAE. So it wouldn't be a full audit. You would no. prepare financial statements, cash flows, but it's work that you would have been doing throughout your contract. And I think one of the benefits of going in and actually doing it within a large firm is you're given the sponsorship in terms of financial support and also the time off to actually study. So as you're coming up to your exams, the big four will actually give you time off and pay to you. actually and pay you to do the exams. So you know they're creating mm. future accountants for not just themselves, but the yeah. wider How industry. How long does the FAE take as an exam? I don't know off the top of my head. Like it's time limited, I presume. It is time limited, Start at yeah. two o'clock and finish at whatever. Yeah, so it would go over a few days. So there's different components to the exams. And as part of the FAEs as well, you have to take an elective. So some people will take audit, some will take tax. It tends to be what area of the big four you're in. If you're in the tax department, mm-hmm. you might look at the tax side or you might also yeah. look at the audit. Um, so there is a bit of flexibility on which exam I suppose you sit as your elective, but they would all be seen in the height, the same regard. Now, a lot of stuff can be automated now in terms of, of numbers. I mean, you enter numbers in a particular column and, you know, it just does the work and does the balance or whatever. Um, what does that mean for the, the profession of accountancy? Yeah, so automation is actually helping a lot of businesses. The role of an accountant has changed quite a lot in the last couple of years. So where a lot of people's perception of accountants might be someone putting together financial statements and the books, they're actually getting involved in the commercial decision making. So if you're a newly qualified accountant now, while you will have to do some debits, credits as part of your role, you actually will get exposure to financial planning and analysis, working with different business units. If you're in a manufacturing Mm -hmm. business, you might be working with the engineers and looking at the costings. Um, So you're getting involved in really interesting work. And I think the role of Are you suggesting that pure accountancy is, as it is characterised, boring? Absolutely not. (laughs) Um, No, it's, I think for an accountant's point of view, it's what they're interested in as well. Some people love getting involved in the numbers. Some people like going out and talking to people. And within accounting, there's roles for both. Uh, Do you have any information on where the, the people who leave go? I mean, where do they find the opportunities? And many of them will go off and do other things for a couple of years and then come back and do accounting. But uh, if they want to stay in the profession when they go, where are the opportunities? So this year we've seen, we ran an open day earlier this year where we had 25 newly qualified who were due to qualify in April come in, meet with us. And of the 25, 21 were planning on travelling. Now that was off a subset and it was people referring their friends. Yeah. Um, a number of people went travelling for the summer and are back actively looking already. But the places, I think 15 of the 21 were going to Australia. There was a number going to the UK and Canada. And we've seen some going to the Middle East as well. All to work uh, using their qualification. Yeah, which is... Um, I suppose one of the benefits of being training here in Ireland is qualification is so strong globally. If you're a chartered accountant in Ireland, your qualification will be recognised overseas. Now, we were, you know, talking about the shortages and people leaving. You're almost telling people, get this and go. Not at all. I think it's probably the strongest market for newly qualified at the moment in Ireland. The opportunities you're getting within 
different industries, whether it's financial services, renewable energy, aircraft leasing, pharmaceutical, FMCG, there's endless opportunities there where you can actually work with a CFO, finance director, learn a lot from them and progress your career and probably climb the ladder a lot quicker than maybe someone who qualified five, ten years ago. The opportunities there are endless. And the big four in, you know, helping you with your studies, paying for your um, leave when you take it to study and so on, they build in a certain amount of attrition in their calculations. They definitely do. So every year they will do their usual graduate um, recruitment with the large universities, colleges across Ireland, and they will kind of factor in that people will leave at the end of their contract because... It's just natural It's a numbers game, yeah. if you'll pardon the pun. <laughs> All right. Fergal McPhillips, a finance and accounting team leader at Morgan McKinley. Uh, Fergal, thank you very much for joining us in studio. Well, now it's time once again to try to win the best seats in the house as we have a pair of tickets to an exclusive viewing party of the Ireland v Tonga match. It's happening on Saturday, the 16th of September at Aviva Stadium. It'll feature a celebrity guest panel who'll dissect the whole business and our winner will have an overnight stay in the Dillon Hotel, just a stone's throw from the stadium stadium to maximise their enjoyment of the occasion. As you know, Aviva Insurance are proud supporters of the Irish rugby team. Now, to enter today's competition, just identify this voice. I made a mistake in the the heat of the moment. Uh, I was obviously very emotional on the day, not being part of what I had mapped out from the start of the year was playing my last game for Leinster in the Aviva, um, winning the European Cup. It's what I dreamt of. And then obviously... To miss that, there's a lot of emotion that goes with it, and in, this, in that split second, when I went on to console my teammates, I, I made a remark, and I, I regretted it instantly. Um, make mistakes. So, if you can identify that voice, just text the word "win" with your answer and name to us now on five three one six at a cost of thirty cent. Uh, Some of the comments coming in. The accounting side of accounting is now done by computers. Auditing is only cost-effective for the larger companies. There are 10 good years left for traditional accountants. After that, a few specialists will dominate. I'm an accountant close to retirement, and I would not encourage my children to go into practice. Good training, though, and then move on. It's the Irish equivalent of an MBA. Uh, That's from John, and I probably think you're right. Uh, But then, you see, most people who run businesses tend to have an accountancy background. Isn't that what you do? Run your own show and make a lot of money. I went back to college as a mature student studying to be an accountant. I had 11 professional exams completed when I left college. I had distinctions for every year and had results in the top 2% in the country. No one would take me on as a trainee. I was 44 years old. I believe they wouldn't consider me because of my age. And I believe it's an ageist industry for new entrants. That's from Joel in Cork. Well, if the shortages continue, Joel, your time may have come. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.